Tyler Jones back here with you now. And I'm pleased to welcome in my partner in crime, the one and only Mike Bell, who is standing by at the Interactive Center, where we are about to catch the world up to speed on Tuesday's top trending stories across the gray sphere of influence. The for sphere of influence. This yeah. Tuesday. Mike, good to see you. How are we feeling? Tyler, I am rolling. How are you? I am fantastic. Right now, actually, I'm kind of distracted because I'm looking to the left side of my eye and looking at uh, my Kansas Jayhawks opening up their season in college basketball against Michigan State up 13 to 12. So they're winning as we speak. So if they are trailing by the end of this segment, Mike, I'm going to blame you. It's going to be all on you. I will take that blame. <laughs> I will. I will. I will carry that burden for you and for me, Tyler. But First off, let me state, thank you everybody for, of course, tuning in to another edition of the Top Stories. So we've got a number of real interesting ones here today, of course. And yeah, we'll keep an eye on the uh, score here. But I Rock Chalk, my Jayhawks, you know, I covered this team for six years and went to the University of Kansas. That's where I uh, attended, uh, got my education at. And Your so education. Uh, I am. I have a rooting interest, a vested interest in uh, this game, Mike, to start out the college basketball season. I, I have to mention this really brief story because oh gosh, whenever I travel out of state, I wear a Nebraska Huskers cap. It's red. It's got a big red or, or white N on top of my cap. The N stands for knowledge. The N stands for knowledge. I literally had someone ask me that once when I was at uh, Dulles Airport. They said, "What's the N stand for?" And I said, "Knowledge." So, and they went, "Oh, okay." So, it's kind of a running joke, I suppose, if you're from Nebraska. But, anyways, speaking of sports, speaking of what's going on, everybody's talking about what's going on when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Who? Of course, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's uh, the quarterback for um, uh, the Green Bay uh, Packers. So I guess he didn't play last week. He didn't play last totally week. Totally forgot about him. Yeah, I know. So Actually, no, I did it because Jordan Love started and he was not very good. The Packers badly need Aaron Rodgers back. Exactly. So like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all this setup when I really have no setup to really do. But I'm going to read off the story. Then, Tyler, you can just tee off on all of your sports expertise. I'm glad to, to help, to do my part. And I'm glad because th this is a big uh, uh, come between of like news and sports. So let's talk about it. Aaron Rodgers pictured here. Uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, number 12, uh, celebrates after an NFL football game against the Arizona Cardinals Thursday, October 28th. I just, pretty epic photo, If I, I gotta admit. Say what you will, that's pretty cool. So Aaron Rodgers, quote, I misled some people about my status. Rogers was contrite in his Tuesday appearance on the Pat McAfee. 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 I knew I was going to mispronounce that. And I'm a Colts fan. What's wrong with I me? I love Pat McAfee. That's it, the best show on radio right now. It, it's a great show. I love listening to it. <laughs> but of course, I mispronounce it. Oy. A marked shift in tone from Friday's visit in which he stated he was victim of a, quote, woke mob witch hunt for his beliefs about the COVID-19 vaccine. Rogers was on the show as part of his regularly, that's such a hard word to say, scheduled Aaron Rodgers Tuesday appearances. I didn't know that was really a thing. Yes. Uh, Rogers tested positive for COVID-19 last week. It was made public that he was not vaccinated. Okay, Tyler, take it away. And again, what's going on? So 
to kind of sum all that up, we're not going to dive into the controversy of Aaron Rodgers, whether he's vaccinated or not. There's plenty of opinion shows out there that have had those discussions and whatnot. And when you look at it, Aaron Rodgers said that he was immunized when he was asked back in August by the media if he had been vaccinated. And what does that mean exactly? So kind of open to People interpretation. People had assumed that he had meant that he was vaccinated. And uh, he's been accused of lying for saying that when he did. And he came back last week on Pat McAfee's show and said, well, in actuality, I had an answer for it. Nobody just asked a follow-up question for it. And then today, he comes on McAfee's show and says, look, I misled people with what I This is the, I believe this is the literal quote here from, from Pat on Twitter. I acknowledge that I made some comments that people might have felt were misleading, dot, dot. To anybody who felt misled by those comments, I take full responsibility, that being from Aaron Rodgers. Well, and here's the deal. This is what I look at is that no matter how you slice it, you know, like I said, we're not diving into the controversy of him getting vaccinated or not. We'll let other people talk about that. Or vaccines in general, like right. go somewhere else for that. Sure. But what I can point to is that Aaron Rodgers let his team down this past weekend by him not being vaccinated and getting COVID-19 and not playing. The Packers ended up losing a very winnable game against the Kansas City Chiefs this past weekend. So you Jordan feel Love was thrown out there. First career start clearly was not ready for that stage. He went up against one of the worst defenses in the National Football League in the Kansas City Chiefs, and yet somehow only managed to score seven points. If Aaron Rodgers is out there, the Packers score at least three touchdowns, maybe four touchdowns. That's the difference. And I know that they're in a division in the NFC North that the Packers are going to win running away. Those teams that they're going up against, the Bears, the Vikings, and the Lions, they all stink, okay? Plain and simple. Now. The division's fine. What happened this past weekend has nothing to do with the division race. But when it comes to home field advantage in the NFC, when you look at teams like the Los Angeles Rams, the Arizona Cardinals, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that loss might be the difference in Green Bay having home field advantage or not. That's what it comes down to is no matter how you feel about the vaccination status, whatever it may be, at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers let his team down and potentially cost his team home field. Tyler, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> no, no, you, you summed it up great. You answered my question even before I could get it out of my mouth. I was like, what do you think about, you know, so he missed the game and so that cost them the game, so on and so forth. Uh, I'm going to read off a couple more quotes and then we have some non-football, non-COVID stories to get to, which... I can appreciate, let's get to it. But here, real quick, Roger says he understands, Roger said he understands why his comments about the vaccine made waves, but he stands by his decision. Number 12 insisted that he's an athlete and quote, athlete, not an activist, quote, I understand this is an issue in general, is changing a lot to a lot of people because we're talking about public health, he said. The MVP said he, quote, respects everyone's opinion, end quote. I have no judgment. Hate is not going to bring us out of this pandemic. It's going to be connecting and love. I'm not going to hate on anybody who, 
who's said things about me. I misled some people about my status. I take full responsibility for those comments. So again, Aaron Rodgers uh, was, I guess, a quasi-believed to have been vaccinated because he had been asked about it before. He said he was immunized. And it turns out he got COVID, and now it comes out that he was not actually vaccinated. He's appeared on talk shows. He's releasing quotes and so on. Cost him appearances in one or two games. One game, one and game. potentially this weekend, depending on how his recovery goes. He says that he feels fine, that he should be ready to play on Sunday, but that's not a guarantee because he's going to miss a whole week of practice. You're going up against a Seattle team that's very hungry. They're getting their quarterback back in Russell Wilson off of injury this week. So for him to jump in right away to play this Seattle team is no easy task for what's ahead for Aaron Rodgers if he is uh, to take part in this weekend's game. He says that he's still watching film. He's still going through walkthroughs and all that on Zoom, but obviously he's not in the facility this week and won't be until Saturday. Absolutely. It's not like the man is completely unplugged from everything that's going on with the rest of the Packers. So that being said, you want to read more of this story? You want to check out more about the developments with Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, or pretty much anything going on in and around Green Bay, Wisconsin? Go to WBAY, one of our great stations. They got you covered. They're on it. They're on it. All right. We're finally going to go away from some of the you know, the, the meeting point between NFL, sports news, and COVID news, we're going to talk about Tiger King. Oh, and, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're talking about Tiger King. So I've had enough of Tiger King. No, you haven't. Apparently, not everybody hasn't. Not everybody. Everybody has not had enough of Tiger King. Oh. Here we go. This one, of course, you can find this national stories on pretty much any great I don't station. know of anybody that wanted a Tiger King sequel. But I would love one. Oh, I legit Tyler, you have to remember, I love crime stories. Yes. Being the crime reporter that I used to be. And then I love weird stuff. And I feel like it's safe to say that the whole saga behind Tiger King. Part of it for me, as much as I enjoyed it, as somebody from Oklahoma, I'm also very embarrassed by it. And I'm afraid of more embarrassments ahead with a sequel. I think that's where I'm coming from. I, I, I completely understand that, <laughs> being from Oklahoma. I can get that, you know. I, I'm used to embarrassment. I'm a Nebraskan, and then I see us play every I week. I mean, the judge that sent Joe Exotic to prison for 20-plus years was one of my mom's best friends in high school. Really? Yes. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> L&L, you, you can't beat this stuff. Okay, no. so I, t Tyler, I had no idea. Yeah, like we gotta talk about this more off camera. Okay, because don't send the complaints to my mother though. No, no, I won't. I okay. won't. I've met your mother. She's a wonderful person. Thank you. She appreciates that. She's yeah. a big Mike Bell fan, <laughs> and I appreciate that as well. <laughs> Let's talk about Tiger King. Okay, so uh, uh, there's a sequel being planned by Netflix. Now, uh, I'm gonna. Tr I can't sum up everything. It's impossible. I'd be up here for the next 10 minutes talking about everything that happens in Tiger King. But Tiger King was a Netflix documentary. It was huge. Probably a little bit uh, the numbers uh, got huge for Netflix because everybody, this was in the middle of lockdown, this thing comes out. About a, uh, gosh, Joe Exotic. That, his name escaped me for a moment. I apologize. Joe Exotic, he was living in Oklahoma. Uh, uh, running kind of like a private zoo attraction, and then 
uh, uh, drugs and meth and people dying and all sorts of crazy stuff like that. And it involved a lot about a woman called Carol Baskin, which leads us to this headline. Tiger King star Carol Baskin, is it really, are you really a star if you're in a documentary? You know, I, I'm, well, she maybe went on I'm Dancing splinter. with the Stars and a few other things. That's right. She appeared on CNN a while back as their tiger expert on a tiger story. So she's okay. made the rounds. Okay. I think people know who Carol Baskin is. Oh, yeah. We, we've heard. And yes. Okay. Tiger King star Carol Baskin sues Netflix over sequel. Let's get through this a little bit more. And then again, this is uh, on any number of great websites. We can't go through it all because otherwise top stories would be an hour and a half, which I wouldn't mind, but you know, we got other things to get to eventually. The founder of a Florida big cat sanctuary featured in the popular Tiger King series is suing Netflix and a production company to prevent the use of interviews and footage involving her in an upcoming sequel. Netflix counters the nonprofit big cat rescue founder, Carol Baskin, and her husband agreed in writing that the material could be used in the future and that she is trying to block the company's First Amendment right to free speech. One more here. The lawsuit pending in Tampa federal court is the latest twist in the saga involving Baskin and Joe Exotic, real name Joseph Maldonado Passage, who were at the center of the documentary series Tiger King Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. So, folks, I'm going to be real with you right now. If you haven't watched Tiger King, you're probably one of the last few people on the planet who have not watched Tiger King. It is... Tiger King feels like a century ago now. It, it doesn't it? Well, everything since COVID feels like... 2020, that was like five years ago. Yeah. You know, 2019, I can't even remember. So, if you have the time, watch it. Appreciate it. You will not be disappointed. You definitely won't be bored. That's what I always tell people when it comes to these kind of things. You may not like it, but you won't be bored, okay? So Tiger King is just, it's a lot of insanity in a few episodes, and it's Netflix. Everybody's got Netflix, or everybody's got a cousin or a sister-in-law or something that has Netflix. I haven't paid for Netflix for years, but somehow I still have Netflix. Remember the point in time that we were at after Tiger King where everybody and their mother had to put their opinion out there whether or not Carol Baskin killed her husband. Right, right. And that I, was like every Facebook status for three months. I remember that. Obviously, for numerous reasons, I'm not going to put that opinion out here either. I have an opinion. You want to find out? Meet Go to me. Mike's Facebook. No, meet me in person. <laughs> I would never post anything. It's part of the job, folks. We keep our opinions to ourselves. But I will say, yes, I do remember that. Tiger King comes out and suddenly everybody's a legal expert, everybody's a homicide expert or a missing person expert, whatever you want to put it as. Wow. So that's another one of our many top stories today. We've got more to go through. Tyler, I'm already tired, but we got to keep going. But I think the next few, less to do about insane Netflix series and, and uh, giant famous uh, quarterbacks for big big NFL team. Now we're going to talk about ketchup. Ketchup gonna, is disgusting. Ketchup. Oh, oh, well, wait, what? Ketchup's nasty. You hate ketchup? I hate ketchup. Do you hate freedom and puppies, too? No, I like salsa. I'm a salsa guy. I don't know if we can get on professionally after this, Tyler, but <laughs> let's get to the story. Maybe we can send all the ketchup to Mars. Get it out of here. I just don't know how to feel anymore. Okay, so the, again, folks, and I think I neglected to say this earlier. These are the top stories. 
across gray TV. We've got 100 plus stations now across the country. You know what I call I, it, Mike? Mm. Breaking moves. If I could just walk off and we end it here, I would. But our viewers deserve more than that. But I, that's good. Move. Move. Okay. I can't believe we're doing this live right now. All right. Let's talk about ketchup, for real. This is serious Let's business. catch up. <laughs> Heinz Mars Edition catch. I hate you so much right I now. I know. I know Ketchup you hate me. It's made with tomatoes grown in Mars-like conditions. Again, these are the top stories, folks. I, I, I don't pick these. This is, these, this is what everyone else is picking. <clears throat> Heinz is unveiling a Martian-grown ketchup. The company said it's made its first Mars edition ketchup with tomatoes produced on Earth but in Mars-like conditions. Okay, all right. A team of 14 astrobiologists... Worked on it for nine months at the Aldrin Space Institute. I believe that's uh, named after Buzz Aldrin, second man on the moon, uh, at the Florida Institute of Technology. I always feel bad for Buzz because people don't forget feel, about him. Don't feel bad. Yeah, okay, so Armstrong <laughs> was the first one, but, you know, look. How out do you of think how many... decided who got to step out first? Was it over rock, paper, scissors? I, I honestly don't know. I, I believe I used to know. I don't think they flipped a coin or anything like that. I don't think they went in, like, alphabetical order or anything like that. I wonder if that's, that's got to be Buzz's biggest regret in life. Is. Oh, no. I'm sure he was just happy to make it. You know? Well, think of the third guy whose name escapes me now. He had to stay on the space capsule. He never even got to walk on the moon, from what I remember. I'm, I am failing my American history so hard right now, not remembering. You're failing all... America right now, Mike. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I try to love my country. So, anyways, uh, they grew tomatoes. Boy, how many twists and turns on this story. Uh, they grew the tomatoes in a controlled environment with soil temperature and water conditions similar to Mars. And so... The experiment, which two years in the making, shows the possibility of long-term food production on Mars. Okay, well, read more. There's a, a lot more information, actually, but I bring this up because, Tyler, you have not seen the Matt Damon movie, The Martian. We ran out of time for Matt Damon. Exactly. <laughs> oh, are we Jimmy Kimmel now? <laughs> yeah, apologies to Matt Damon. We oh, ran out of time. Oh. Man, I would I would never run out of time for Matt Damon. If Matt, like Damon Matt Damon was here right now, he could do whatever the he wants. The last movie I saw want. in theaters was with Matt Damon. It was Stillwater. Very good film. Need to check that one out. Stillwater? Stillwater. That being said, <coughs> I mean, I love the Bourne movies. Don't get me wrong. I love the actor. But the thing is, I bring up The Martian because it's kind of a similar scenario. He is an astronaut. He gets uh, marooned for lack of a better term. Actually, that's probably the best term, really. Marooned on Mars, and he has to grow, instead of tomatoes, I believe he grows potatoes using um, what resources he has. But from what I understand, that movie, The Martian, was really accurate when it comes to the actual science behind how to survive on another planet like Mars with that atmosphere and everything. So kind of interesting stuff, but I guess now we're being... At least we're exploring the science of how to grow tomatoes. And Tyler, as you said, you're not a fan of ketchup? No. So what do you put on your fries? I put salt on them and call it a day. You don't... No ketchup, no mayo, no mustard. Sometimes fry sauce. What? Fry sauce? You ever been to Freddy's? 
No, I don't. Rice sauce that. is like a mixture of, ironically enough, ketchup, mayonnaise, so that's and egg ketchup. mustard. That's ketchup. <laughs> you put ketchup on your fries. You just call it fry sauce, and it's with something else. But you're still putting ketchup on your fries. Well, I don't put it by itself. It has to be mixed. Oh, with oh okay. I, I, you're you're supplementing your ketchup. Right, and I don't use fry sauce all the time. I just have to be at Freddy's right. or okay. a place that offers such things. All right, all right, we're done. We're moving past the ketchup. No more condiment talk. We're moving on to Elf on the Shelf. Another thing I have a lot of strong opinions on, I will try to keep them to myself. They may bleed through. Tyler, most likely the same. So, so creepy. Uh, let, let, let's run down the story, and then we'll try to actually get through things. With a wink, Georgia Judge fights tyranny of Elf on the Shelf. This is WTOC, of course, here. Oh, is this happening? Okay, all right. So, Santa, assuming Santa Claus, may have fewer eyes in homes this Christmas season after a judge jokingly banned the Elf on the Shelf. Superior Court Chief Judge Robert Leonard posted a mock order Thursday on Twitter banishing these elves, and kudos to the AP and to the editors, spelling elves correctly with a V instead of an F, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings nerd here, uh, from Cobb County. According to the holiday tradition, elves hide in homes for weeks before Christmas to report back to Santa on who has been naughty, who has been nice. The elf dolls are supposed to move to a different location each night, but sometimes they fail, causing distress among <laughs> Young children. The judge described his order as a, quote, gift to tired parents. All right. Tyler, do you want to, like, I didn't grow up with Elf on a Shelf. I did not either, thankfully. Do you want to explain Elf on a Shelf? Because I think I understand it, but... So, this ugly-looking thing sits on, like, fireplaces or countertops or whatever it may be, and the idea is that this thing is watching your children and reporting back to Santa if your child has been good or bad. Thankfully, my parents did not partake in this nonsense of Elf in the Shelf. I feel bad for any kids that have to uh, do this. You, you don't need Elf on the Shelf. Uh, it's called parenting. Parents, that's your job to do, not some figurine so of some let, sort. Let's not alienate any and all parents who may partake in this tradition because I get the feeling, and. I, I'm hoping... I just weirded out with that thing next to you like that. No, that's why I did it. That's why I did it. For Ooh. real. But that, that being said, like, okay, maybe... I think, uh, I think it's supposed to be fun. Here's it's, a take for okay. you, Mike. All right. I would argue Elf in the Shelf is the worst on part the about Christmas. On the Shelf. Elf on the Shelf, whatever you want to call it. It is the absolute worst part about Christmas. Get this out of here. Okay, all right. So that's your take, and I appreciate your take, and that is your opinion... Just and being I, honest. Uh, no, and, and of course, I, we always strive for honesty here. <laughs> I did not grow up with Elf on the Shelf. I am 34 years old. If I was naughty, or uh, coming up to Christmas time, if I was naughty or if I was nice, my mother and or father would tell me if I was being as such. I mean, like, if I was misbehaving, well, you're not going to get any presents or you're, you will get some coal. Uh, and if I was helping with chores or whatever, they would say, you're doing a good job. Maybe you all get a Nintendo 64 this year, which I did one year. And kids, just in case there's any kids watching, I got a Nintendo 64 on Christmas 
once. It was the happiest day of my life. For what real. a great story. For real. You but know, one year, said, Mike, speaking of like nodding and Since we're talking list, Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Since, you know, how many days are we away from Christmas? Ah, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Uh, 46, 45. Whatever. Uh, one of the two. One of the my favorite things my dad ever did growing up was his father-in-law, my grandpa, one year for Christmas, he literally gave him coal. And he was not happy My brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That did not go over well. I thought that was fantastic. That was one of my favorite Christmas memories was when Grandpa got coal from my dad. I will <laughs> not give the reasons why my brother Charlie got the bad presents he did that year, why he was naughty for the sake of my family's reputation. Right. But I, I will say this. One year, I watched my brother open up his Christmas, Christmas presents. He got a roll of toilet paper in one box, a uh, stick with a piece of chewed gum at the end of it in another box, and then a piece of coal. I, I, I watched him open those up, and I, I must have been 10 or 11 years old, so he was like 14, maybe 15. So he was probably expecting like, I don't know, another good guitar, maybe a new amp, or sure. he was into music and stuff. He did not get those things. He was, he was rightfully upset, but at the same time, he was misbehaving a lot. Oh, so he really didn't get anything else. It wasn't a that was spoof. It. That, that was, was it. it. That was it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. My parents uh, really laid down the law that year. So, yikes. That, yeah, yikes, yikes. Sheesh. All right. Sheesh. Sheesh. All right. Here we go. One Last more. one. And this is not about a UFO because we actually have identified this object. Because Tyler, anytime you look in the sky, if you see something, you don't know what it is. Technically, that's a UFO, but this is not one of those stories. Fireball spotted in the sky as SpaceX capsule returns to Earth. So, um, I mean, they found fireball whiskey in the sky? No, no. Oh, no, okay. That, that would be a, I think that'd be a little different story. Why don't you bring this up full screen here? Um, and, and so there you can see, I won't bring up the, um, what's the thing they used to draw with on the sports uh, diagrams and stuff? That is called a telestrator. Telestrator. Uh, yeah, not going to do that. Not going to go all John Madden on us here. No, and so it's going in here uh, uh, towards the end zone. No, not Where's the turducken? Tough Acton, Tanacton. Tough Acton, Tanacton. We're not sponsored by Tough Acton, Tanacton. Tanacton does not sponsor me. Or Icy Hot. I was, just, I was just trying to make a joke. Here we go. But, yes, there was a fire in the sky, uh, which uh, is a bit of a uh, callback to a movie that terrified me as a child because of UFOs and all that fun stuff. So there you go. So what actually caused, oh gosh, how do I, that's not what I wanted at all. Here we go. You gotta love technology. Boy, don't you? I mean, I'm just glad the touch screen works because for months um, it was not responding to me because uh, apparently it just didn't like me anymore. But anyways, Gulfport, Mississippi. Well, that makes two of us, go ahead. Right. Did you see a fireball streak across the sky uh, Monday? If, you, if so, you were not alone. Hundreds of South Mississippians reported seeing the SpaceX capsule re-enter Earth's atmosphere around 9.30 p.m., which we just showed you. Uh, these people uh, uh, did not, like, they were not incinerated or anything. This is like a, this is a good story, not like a tragedy story. I just 
feel like I should have said that earlier. Uh, the capsule streaked through the sky late, uh, 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 like a dazzling meteor before parachuting into the Gulf of Mexico off the coast of Pensacola. The four astronauts and the SpaceX crew, two, and Dragon Endeavor uh, spent 199 days in orbit at the International Space Station. It's the first U.S. spacecraft to reach that milestone, and there they are. And uh, so, yeah, uh, there was a big old fire in the sky, but thankfully, was not uh, like a, a meteorite coming crashing to Earth carrying aliens or anything like that. It's just the uh, SpaceX crew coming back home. That's so. great. And they made it home? Safely. Safe yes. and sound? Yes, this is uh, afterwards, I believe. So, uh, no, nope, this was before. But I do know for a fact, I read other stories, all four people back home, safe and sound. That's great to see. And those are the top stories. Mike, Tyler, you ever what seen an adventure. Mike, have you ever seen a shooting star? Yes. What'd yes. you wish for? Well, <laughs> I made a wish, but I'm still here. And that, my friends, is today's top trending stories for this Tuesday evening. And Mike, you did your job. Kansas is leading Michigan State 32-31. They held on the lead the entire time of this segment. So you're not fired today. You did your job. Well, thank God, because... Uh, now, they're not leading by any more than they did when we, they started this segment, but they still held on. Right. Not your fault. But I'm not fired, and I really like being able to buy groceries. So it's, it's a the good little feeling. things. It, it's the little things in life.